Well, I think that uh, it's going to be much awaited. It's been, I think, over three years now that the Commission has been doing its work. And I think South Africans have become rightly frustrated at, uh, at the slow pace in which people are being held accountable in the country. And if one looks at the root of many of the problems in the country, it is down to a lack of accountability uh, where people are given public trust and then abuse that trust. Um, I sincerely hope that the President is going to take this report seriously. Although the track record of government in this regard is not good, we looked at the Sariti Commission, uh, the arms deal, uh, the Gupta landing at Waterkloof, the Nkandla Commission report. All of those reports took a long time to come out, and by the time they came out, many of the protagonists had moved on or were, were no longer in those positions. Uh, some had left the country, some had passed on, and therefore there was no way to hold people accountable. So I do hope the president is going to act swiftly and quickly and that he is going to put the country's interests ahead of the party interests because no doubt that report will contain very, very serious findings against uh, constitutional office bearers, uh, people in states and entities and ANC politicians at the highest level who uh, are implicated in state capture. And it couldn't have happened with one man only as Jacob Zuma. Uh, there was a network of people that mm. facilitated, and, and, and so I hope that the president is going to take the south of action, because if he doesn't, it's going to send yet another message out that in South Africa, there are no consequences for corruption, maladministration, and if you're connected in the ruling party, that there's a different set of, uh, of rules and standards for you. What is your view on calls for President Ramaphosa not to be given the report because he has been implicated? Well, I think that it's going to be a difficult legal question because uh, the, the point the commission was appointed by the president uh, and uh, the formal was by the former president, and so somebody has to receive the report. What I would suggest, however, is that once the report has been given to the president, that it should also, within a time frame, be tabled within parliament. In that way, you would then ensure that the president cannot sit on a report in which perhaps he or close associates of him are implicated and does nothing about it. I think if he tables it in parliament, which is a multi-party environment, that it will then allow the opposition, the media, and South Africa civil society and ordinary citizens to then hold the president accountable for his acts of omission or commission uh, that took place during that uh, state capture period. Um, but the report has got to be served on somebody, and this, in this instance, it is, it, is, it is the president. What role would you like to see Parliament play after the delivery of the report? Well, I think that, as I said, I think that the report must be tabled in Parliament, because the thing that we have to do as Parliament, there's an accountability uh, part of the equation, and those responsible must be held accountable, and we need to ensure that. But what we also need to ensure is that we firewall South Africa's institutions from ever having uh, that situation happen again, whether it's uh, the the RET faction or the Ramaphosa faction or any faction that may be in government or maybe another party in government uh, after 2024. But what we do need to do is to firewall our institutions and our democratic processes from ever being the victims of a state capture process ever again. And that's where I would like to see Parliament playing a role. Mm-hmm. How do we root out cater deployment? How do we ensure merit appointments in states and entities? How do we make sure that the mechanisms are in place for Parliament to be able to do its job better in holding 
those states and entities accountable. I think that's where Parliament's going to spend a great deal of time and do some serious introspection as well, because Parliament itself is also uh, in the dock here, because you know, many of these issues should have been dealt with by Parliament. You shouldn't have needed uh, the Zondo Commission to be dealing with it. A lot of that accountability should have fallen on Parliament's shoulders, and I think Parliament mm-hmm. let the people of South Africa down in the way in which uh, it, mm-hmm. when these issues were raised, it was swept under the carpet, in which speakers allowed uh, ministers and, and deputy president to get away with tough questions during yes. that time. So I think that there's there's a lot of introspection Parliament mm-hmm. can have to do as well. Talking about Parliament, the Parliament buildings is on fire. Your view? Yeah, well, I'm on my way there uh, at 9.30 today to go and do an inspection. I've cut my vacation short to come down to Cape Town to, to try and deal with it. Uh, it's devastating. I'm, I'm absolutely heartbroken, and uh, it's been a very, very tough few days. So that is the crucible of our national debate. It's the home of our democracy. It's where uh, you know, the accountability should be taking place, and to see it, in ruins and the way it is, uh, is is just simply devastating to see mm-hmm. the National Assembly Chamber reduced to ashes, priceless yes. treasures, libraries damaged, uh, documents, uh, paintings, artworks gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's heartbreaking. Uh, and I think that uh, we also need to get to the bottom of, of, A, how that fire started, but also how it was able to rip through an entire precinct yes. uh, virtually unchecked. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why we're asking for the report that was uh, given to the speaker two months ago to be released publicly. Uh, and we need to ask questions why it wasn't uh, acted on earlier um, and why we went into the recess period without those, those recommendations yes. and that report having been in 